kids all the way through high school, you're dismissed. All right, tonight we have a, a special guest, one of our missionary partners, uh, Pastor Caesar from Haiti is going to be here with us and uh, going to share with you. Um, and just in a story of introduction to, for Caesar, as a church, you have um, been sponsoring Caesar and giving to him through, our, uh, through the 50% missions that we give. And we've been doing that for about five and a half years with Caesar, maybe a little longer. Um, but I have known him. If I did my math right, it just seems unbelievable, but I've known him about 38 years. And so, yes, that makes me a little, wee little fella, though, when I first met him. But um, I've known him, I can't believe it, I, I still can't believe, 38 years. Caesar doesn't look much older than that, does he? So, but Caesar, I just, I just want you, you know, to know it was a wave. He, here's a little story. My dad did a lot of different things in Haiti, and one of the last things that he did was had a, a, a sailboat that he went around the coastal villages and showed the movie, the Jesus film. And he had brought the boat back to do some repairs um, on it one summer. And so I sailed back to Haiti with him um, when he was all done. And as we got into Haiti, we made a couple of stops along the coast before we um, got to the capital city to clear customs. And we, one of those stops was with a missionary family that we knew. And so my dad had been out of the country for a couple of months, and so he asked them, you know, how are things? What's going on in Haiti? And Haiti's a tough place to live. Um, it's what the poorest country in our hemisphere. Uh, there's not a lot of jobs. Um, it's, 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 it's tough. It's tough to feed your kids. Um, it's, it's tough to buy clothes. Um, transportation isn't easy to go, come by. And so everything you try to do is tough. And so this is what the missionary kind of couple told us, you know. Uh, they told us about the hard times and, you know, just, they, you know, just various stuff. But it was all about how tough stuff was. So we moved on. We got back on the boat and sailed up the coast a little bit. We stopped off at one of the uh, resorts there. We knew the owners, so we went in and um, began to talk to them. Kind of the same stuff. What's going on? Same things. They talked about the tough, talked about not having a lot of tourists, business is down. Thank you, David. Here's some water for you, Caesar. Thank you so much. And uh, so we got back on the boat, continued on, got to where we uh, were going to dock for the night, and Caesar was there. And so we asked him, same kind of questions. First thing out of Caesar's mouth was God is faithful. That's where Caesar is at. That's who he is. And as Dallas had talked about a couple of weeks ago, Caesar wasn't blind to the other stuff. In fact, maybe he even knew better than the hotel owner and the missionary couple how life was tough for his people. But, but he knew who was in charge. And that's what he said to us. God is faithful. And so that's, that's Caesar. And uh, I'm going to get down off of here and listen to him. He's not from Tennessee. I'll let you know that. So... You have to kind of lean in and listen to him a little. You'll recognize, oh, yes, he's not from around here. <laughs> he, 
So uh, he speaks Creole as his first language, um, but he does a great job of English, and we just, it doesn't sound like us. I'm not from here either, so, you know. <laughs> but all right, Caesar, it's all yours. We're happy to have you here at Grace Meadows. Thank you so much, uh, Craigie. And uh, God is able and is good. Really, I'm not a American. I'm Haitian, by the way. But God really gave me the opportunity and, uh, to say some words in your language. That's only him can do that for me. And that's for the reason why I love him. Made of church. My greeting for each one of you this evening, my brothers and my sisters of Grace Middle Church, I love you. And I really want to tell you, Caesar, love you. Is in Jeremiah 17. Verse 7 and 8. He said, but blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sent out is wood by the stream. It does not fear that me and you. When heat comes, its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of job and never fails to bear fruit. That's my greeting for my brothers and my sisters here tonight. And I really want to tell you God is good. What an honor it is for me to be here at Johnson City, Tennessee to meet my sisters and my brothers. I want to tell you, I bring greetings from all our sisters and brothers from Haiti. And I also want to tell you, we really miss you guys very, very much. I want to thank God with all my heart for making a way 40 some years ago to meet this faithful man of God, Captain Juan Wewet, and his family, specifically his wife, Julie, and her nickname is really Haitian name Titot. And uh, his two sons, Craig and Cliff. 
And I'm really happy to see you coming from North Carolina. Just coming here to see me, that's really bless my heart. Oh yes, I'm telling you, because I miss you guys. This family has a special love for Haiti. And we in Haiti have a special love for them as well. Thank you, God. And thank you, Quake, and your beautiful wife, Christine. Your children also. Thank you, Christine, for hospitality. I always welcome in this house. Thank you for your love. For making it possible for me. I really want to thank God for that. Because without God and Quig, I don't think you will know me. But God make a way because he's a master God. And uh, for making it possible for me to meet Pastor Will, Brother Juan, Travis, and his wife, Brother Robert, and his wife, when they went to Haiti, it's always a pleasure and a blessing to have a wonderful moment with them while they visit. What was really impressive to me is because even before hmm, they came to see the ministry in Haiti, you guys agree to helping me with the school children and the new church building, even to build a, a house for Pastor Lucian. I really want to thank you for that. I really want to thank you for that with all my heart. And uh, that decision showed me your choice, love, and respect. And for that, I want to thank you again. And may God continue to bless your life. Thank you for everything you have done for GC New Vision Ministry in Haiti. I know it's not easy. Things not easy anywhere. But when you're doing some things, and it's specifically God put in your heart, that's really love and faith. I really appreciate that. I have a message tonight. From Ephesians 3, verse 14 to 20. And the subject of this message is God, or God, or Father, or Papa, is a ball. How many of you know that tonight? 
if you really know exactly God is able, I really want you to raise your hand and say, thank you, Jesus, for everything you have done for me. Let's say that together. Thank you, Jesus, for everything you have done for me because you are able. God is able to meet all my needs and all needs according to his riches in glory. God is able to change circumstance, to change so and so hard. Only God can do that. God is able also to make my dreams, hallelujah, and name it to yourself this evening come to pass. If you believe on that, let's clap our hands because God is able. Hallelujah, he's able. He's able, my brothers and my sisters. In Luke chapter 5, in Luke chapter 5, the Bible talks about a man with leprosy far on his face before Jesus, yelling, huh, far on his face before Jesus, and after that, yelling, Lord, if you are willing, you can't make me clean. You know what really blessed me in this verse? First of all, because the leprosy falls on his face. He falls down on his face. Not only that is the act of respect, but he's humble himself right there at the foot of Jesus. Because nobody really wants to meet with him. Nobody really wants to see him. Even his friends, his family, some of them. But he knows only one person can do something for him. is Jesus. And he falls down on his humility and says, if you are willing, you can't make me clean. I don't, know if, I don't know exactly how many of you guys used to fall on your face before Jesus when things not really clear for you. You don't know how to pay the mortgage. Maybe you're sick. Something bad happened to you. You don't know, you don't know exactly where to go. But you know that example for me and you sometimes to fall. Why? Before Jesus. And because you know Nobody can do anything, even your father, your brothers. Nobody else can do anything for you, only Jesus. Are you believing that tonight? Only him can do something for you. And he said, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Oh, yes. Acts, you shall receive. I'm telling you. And do you know, get clean, get healed, because nothing impossible for my Jesus. Nothing impossible for him. And uh, the second one, 
is in Mark 8. Mark chapter 8. Thousands of people were around Jesus. Thousands of people. Thousands of people. Of people were around Jesus. They have, they have it eating for days. And Jesus is not willing to send them away as the disciples wanted to do. When I mention this name, I really feel comfortable. If, because if I can be there today, not by my mom, not by my dad, because they passed away a long time. My mom passed away when I was 15 years old, very early. And my dad passed away and, uh, years ago also. But do you know, when you don't have anybody, keep that in your heart tonight. When you don't have anybody, fix your eyes on Jesus. And that's for the reason why I like this song, say, God is so good, hallelujah, God is so good, hallelujah, God is so good. He's so good to me. Not only to me, but to you too. To everyone there tonight. Jesus, they have been eating for days, and Jesus is not willing to send them away as the disciple wanting to do. But the verse 5, what Ask this question. What do you have? The answer is five loaves and two fish. A little boy's lens. What I like that what do you have? I like this question. What do you have. Because they've been listening to Jesus. Really, they were hungry. They were starving. But Lord, Jesus really want them to be participate. But ask the question, what do you have? Jesus, by his authority, he can't even say, Dad, send food. Send food to my people. But he really wants some people to be participate. But the secret for me, I don't really want to say my ministry, but the secret of me on the ministry of God is to give. Because the Bible says, give, you shall receive. And I believe on that. Give and you shall receive. I really believe on that. And God always make a way when things get really horrible. But Lord really make a way for me. What do you have? 
five loaves and two fish from a little boys. That means I really want you, I really want to tell you tonight, you are not too small to give. You are not too pity to give to God. No. Everybody can give something. Can give. Not to me, not to the pastor, but to God. A little boy's lunch. Jesus tell them to get the bag. Get the bag. And have the crowd sit down. Have the crowd sit down. Tell them to sit down. That's a test. That's really a test. A test of obedience. You really want to see if they will be obedient to him. How many of them come in there for food and money? Are you obedient enough? But exactly, they sit down. And after this test, after this test specifically, sorry, Jesus prayed over the meal. And everyone was fed. Everyone was fed. But the first question was, the first question was what do you have? Amen? Get the bag. And the third one, sit down. Ask them. To sit down and plenty food. That means when you when you love God, you have faith, you humiliate yourself, your obedience. I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, the doors of heaven will be always open for you and your family. I really believe on that. God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things at all times, huh. having that all you need, you will about, or you will abound is every good works. That's 2 Corinthians 9, verse 8. Who God is able to bless? Who God is able to bless you? abundantly, so that in all things, at all times, having that all you need, you will abound is every good works. 2 Corinthians 9, verse 8. And in Mark 9, verse 23, if you can say Jesus, mention his name only, if you can say Jesus, everything is possible for one who believes. Everything is possible 
for one who believes, if you can't even say Jesus, is a good father, a good papa. I remember we only two brothers. My brother and I, we really get along together. Oh, this guy loves me so much. <laughs> I'm telling you. And uh, we were in Haiti, and uh, he made plan to come to the United States in 1988. I'm sorry, in 1978. And before he left, he told me, I will be going to the United States. Specifically, I really want you to be with me. We really want to be together. I don't want to leave you in Haiti because Haiti is too much, it's too bad, no money, food is something else. I really want, we really want to be together. And uh, exactly, he came here one year. I never heard from him. Two years, I never heard from him. Two years, we talked. But exactly, the, the main talking we we talk about wood that's to bring me in the United States. 10 years, 11 years, 12 years, nothing happened. But you know, because God is able, because God is able for me, for you, and for every one of you, brothers and sisters. And in 1987, a group of angels went to Haiti, as I told you before. And the go captain was specifically went to the American consulate with me and required a visa for me. Without my brother. But God used another one. Do see how God is able. And to make this family. But one thing you're supposed to do, you're supposed to be obedient and always stay under the wings of God. And He can do everything for you. Everything. And the first time I came to the United States, that was in Fort Peace, and my brother drove from Miami to Fort Peace to see me. For me, it's a miracle because the fact by him I can be able to be in the United States. God never worked like this. He always have a plan for each one of us. You can say you really want to do something for your brother, for your sister, for your husband, but God, he has his own plans. And you're going to be very surprised to see how he's going to do it. That's for letting you know exactly how God is able. And I'm the one specifically. And I love him. He always there with me. He always take good care of me. And... Uh, he always opened doors for me if I be able to know Grace Meadows Church. And uh, for so many years, they've been helping with me with the ministry in Haiti. That's by God. You don't know me. You don't know because I'm Asian, a poor Asian in Haiti. But how oh, you know he's going to do something for his ministry? That's for the reason I always say his ministry. That's not my ministry because I can't open doors. But him, he can really open doors. It's the masterpiece. How many of you believe on that tonight? Let's clap our hands again because he's the masterpiece. 
is the masterpiece. Don't believe that. When I see Kwekti down there with his, with his wife, why is coming from to be a Johnson City, Tennessee, and is right there. Many of you is that way. God is a boy. He really is, and I love him. He takes good care of me, my family, and the ministry. I love him for that. My time not too long, but let's talk about the situations of my country. My friend, it is with a heavy heart to share news of what, of what is happening in Haiti, or what now, specifically what now, at this time, at this present moment. The country of Haiti is very hard to live in. Very hard to live in. You know when I'm coming here? Some of my friends or my brothers specifically and my daughters, they always say, Dad, for why you stay in Haiti? I don't really see any reason by your age for why you stay in Haiti. But I always remember one word. My dear brother, Captain, told me, I don't want you to stay here. Lord calling you to be a part of his ministry in Haiti, you're supposed to stay in Haiti. When he went and required a visa for me, he said, that's for, that's for the only you. I can do that. I can require a visa for you only. That's really checking me. I say, for what? I say, I believe on you. And I know you are not going to stay in the United States. He <laughs> told me that. I came here for two weeks. 14 days, I get back. He went to the airport and get me. He was very happy I get back. You have to get respect for the word. And since then, we're always together. Exactly. Haiti now, no gasoline at the gas station. Only at the streets, you can buy some gallons of gas. And the price is $7.50. Not at the gas station. And what really bad on that? Because they mix it with some other chemicals that is very harmful for the engine of the cars. breaking your engine because they mix it with some chemicals, chemicals. No electricity at all, only for people who are able to afford solar power, electricity. If you have solar power, electricity, but you may have light in your house. For the food specifically, rice, beans, sugar, flour for making simple things like bread, to be able to feed the children is considered luxury. All the price of products are triple since after the coronavirus and the war of Ukraine. Making life 
making life, excuse me, extremely difficult due to the high price of food. Parents cannot afford to feed the children. They are going to bed hungry. A lot of children are suffering from malnutrition. Now, what I see as a pastor, and what people explain to me also, fornication is very high. For girls of 16 years old, 15 years old, 17 years old, for what? A bowl of food. But I don't want for my children, my school children, to be on this way. We really try our best, and thank you specifically for your donation. We try our best to feed them and show respect to them and love them and let them know there is life on Jesus and uh, everything you need. Jesus can do that for you. All of those issues are happening because of the political situation in the country. Since after the assassination of the president, our country went upside down. No president. And they don't even want to have election just to keep them on power. What they do? The gangs are everywhere now. In Haiti, they kidnap people and require more than 200,000 U.S. dollars. If you can pay this money, you have 95 chance, 95 chance, percent of chance of being killed by the gangs. Do to the political instability and the violence, many hospitals are closed. People cannot go to work and earn money to support the families. Some of them are eating dead cookies right now for food. The inflation is extremely high in Haiti. Praise God. Really have good school and good school year, specifically this year, and churches are opening, which brings a sense of hope and peace for the people of Haiti. Do I have to explain to you all of those bad things? But I have to, because even the American consulate, who is in Haiti right now, require no American to go to Haiti. It's not safe. And you know, months ago, they kidnapped almost 18 Americans. And they say they don't pay. I don't know. <coughs> but they require $1 million for each one of them. $1 million for the freedom, not only for the 18, for one, each one of them. 
But for why are you supposed to stay in this country, Pastor Silva? Because God is above. He's watching over me. And I know any time now, any time I leave the work God calling me with, I know I will have to, I'm going to pass away right away. Because I love it. God take good care of me, and I don't care what's happening in the country. But I know where there is the bad, there is the good, and the one is the chief. My specific chief is God. My specific uh, protection and protector is God. Like you say in Psalm 19, 91 specifically. But I love you. I really require prayer for me and my family in Haiti and for, for the schools because we have seven schools and uh, seven churches specifically. And uh, I really want to thank you for your donation for the New church building of Boisneuf. That's a really big building. The Lord really gave to us. It's not done yet. But I know it will be done. What God, what God, beginning is not going to say it's out the end will be finished in the name of Jesus. Yes. He will be finished. My prayer request because I have a prayer request also. That's for, first of all, that form of funds to be able to give our teachers a raise. Because with the inflation, I can tell what we give to them is very, is not enough. But our prayer request that for more funds to be able to give our teachers a raise, because I believe they do deserve it for all the hard work they do for our children. And last year, I received two laptops and uh, for the church of, uh, for the school specifically of St. Mark. And uh, we required two laptops again. Our prayer request again is for two laptops, two new laptops for Boisneuf. That will also give them a great tool. They will be able to use in the future, especially in uh, workplace. And uh, praise God, the second, a secondary school will be opening in Boisneuf this September. This September, we're going to open a secondary school in Boisneuf. We need new benches and blackboard are needed. Cement and paint are also needed for reparation of the classroom 
on our side, this project looks <laughs> very big and uh, out of reach. But with God, all things are possible. Please remember, we cannot ever complete this project without your prayers and support. Please pray for God's continuous favor in GC New Vision Ministry. Please remember you can always participate. Always be providing monthly support for GC New Vision Ministry. And never forget. And I don't want you to be forget. Our God is able. Yes, he's able. Only believe, and you will see. Thank you for your patience, for your love. I know it wasn't very easy for you to understand specifically everything I say, but you have patience and love for the ministry keep you there, sitting there, and listen to our brother, Gerard Cesar. And I love you so much. And I really love you with all my heart. Grace Middle Church. Ah. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the sun, the name of the Lord is to be praised. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the sun, the name of the Lord is to be praised. Praises the Lord. Hallelujah. Praises the Lord. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the sun, the name of the Lord is to be praised. Let's clap our hands for Jesus. Now, I have to call the, the group to come in. Thank you very much. I love you, Lord. I love you, my brother. Thank you very much. Lord, we thank you and we magnify your name everywhere we go and everywhere we pass. We know exactly you are a good God, a faithful one, a mighty one. God, thank you for everything you have done for us. You always open doors for us, doors after doors for us. I presented to you this church, Grace Middle Church, and you know before they've been there, they may have some problems, but please, Lord, open more doors for them. Touching the hearts of all the brothers and the sisters to always there and do exactly what you require them to do. I really want to pray for the one who's sick tonight. Praise the Lord. Pray for Ukraine. Pray for David Ison, oh Lord. 
I really want you to do something for him. Has he sick? Greg Ben, has he sick? Do something for him. Chris Goog, do something for him. Brenda Dumba, do something for him. Caroline and uh, Mark Quicken, do something for him because you are the God. You have all the medicine. You are the, the biggest doctors. You can do everything you want for them, oh Lord. Richard Richie, do something for them. Joe Bittner, you know I've been waiting for. Do something for him. Madeline Martelly, oh, we're just praising him, him to, praising her to you. Do something for her. Friend of Sophia, do something for her. Sof, Sophia Ernst, do something for her. Linda Oates, do something, do something. The weak prayer, we just right there, we put our knee right there before you to do something for each one who is sick tonight. And I know you are the God of the answer. Chris Wenda, Janet McQueen, do something for everyone who are sick. And we're waiting, oh Lord, for your request. And we know you're going to do something. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. We love you, and God bless you again.